It's your girl Autumn and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. So y'all know I feel like um, living your life autonomously has a lot to do with being happy, right? Like I feel like um, an overall happiness, you, you have to be happy in order to, you know, really live the way that you want to live, which means that you have to make decisions and choices for yourself um, that better yourself and that can, you know, give you a little glow up or whatever, what have you. So today on the Lit Life podcast, like I, I have had some amazing guests this season and I I don't know. We we've waited a little while. Like I've waited a little while to have this guest on. I don't even really know why. I I don't. I can't even say that it's been schedules or anything like that. But we just haven't connected this way. But it is definitely my pleasure to finally have one of my favorite people on the podcast who actually, actually, is my virtual personal trainer I want y'all to give it up for Greg from G Incredible Strength and Conditioning (laughs) what's Mary Poppin party people how you doing out there what's up what is up coach listen I'm ready I'm gonna let you know right now if I wasn't so dark skin you would see me blushing from that intro (laughs) Hey, dark skinned people blush. Dark skinned people nah, blush all the time. True that, true that. I'm I am doing well. How are you? I am okay. Um, I have had like the last couple of weeks I have been kind of like up and down. Like I had this whole thing going on with like the change of the seasons, which I I, I experience every year at this time so like I have like Mm -hmm. this sinus thing and you know it's just all kind of stupid and it's just been crazy so I'm kind of like you know getting my energy trying to get my energy back up like over the last week I haven't really even been able to like eat the way that I want to we were just talking about snacks and stuff that's why that's why I was saying like I can't remember the last time I've had a good snack I think you had a snack I'll go through your tweets but you might have went to Waffle House and had a snack. I, I didn't. Did. See, no, okay, so okay. my la- my <laughs> last Waffle House tweet, I remember my last Waffle House tweet. My last Waffle House tweet, and it's a shame that 
people know me for my Waffle House tweets, right? For my Waffle tweets. But it's the last Waffle House tr- um, tweet that I had was for National Wa- or Waffle Day or whatever it was. And I was like, ooh, or Waffle Week or whatever it was. And I was like, ooh, if I, you know, if I do what I'm supposed to do this week, I'm going to go ahead and give me a waffle. And I never did because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So, Is that a real thing, National Waffle Week? Or day or something. Yeah, that's the exact reason why I tweeted it. Like, that's the only reason why I tweeted That was my very last waffle tweet. I feel like you're making that up to excuse yourself for having a waffle. <laughs> I didn't have one, though. That's the whole thing. <laughs> but anyways, how are you? I, You know, like, I, I, I typically check in. Well, you listen to the show. Like, I, I check in with folks, especially if they haven't been on the show or if they haven't been on the show in a while, just to kind of see how you're navigating through um, this crazy time that we've been going through for the past, I don't know, what, 19, 20 months at this point. How have mm-hmm. you been holding up? Well, I call it cream. COVID ruins everything around me. <laughs> That's because, a good uh, one. <laughs> it, it, obviously, I, I work in a correctional facility, so I work throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Only thing, real thing that changed for me was obviously in my business, the side business, gyms were closed. Mm-hmm. So you got to work at home, you know. But on the flip side, there was nobody on the route on the road where I'm going anywhere. So I enjoyed that. I didn't get to see one of my best friends during COVID because I wasn't vaccinated at the time. Being in that environment, you may or may not be exposed to it. I don't want to expose it to her or the kids. So that was also rough, you know, but overall life has been the same. Well, I guess that's good. I guess there's some, some balance there. You know, we've, um, I think that a lot of us have kind of learned how to just go with the flow at this point. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever the hell happens at this point <laughs> happens. Like we have absolutely no control over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, we just got to take every day, you know, day by day. But um, Actually, hmm? do you know what COVID did ruin for me? What? I was supposed to go on a cruise. And because of COVID, it canceled all the cruises. And I just never got a chance to go on vacation again. So do you think, okay, so that's a good point. So when all of this first started, I can remember the big deal was that cruise ship that had all those people on there for weeks. Yeah. Do you plan on going on a cruise? In the oh, future? obviously, yeah, I do. But see, I'm cheap. Like if I go on a cruise ship, I'll get an inner cabin. Because I don't need a view, I can just go upstairs for a view. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you're stuck on a ship in an interior cabin, it's like being in prison. I can believe So it. I definitely have to set my money up. And I do want to go on cruise. I do want to go on vacation. You know, next year I want to go overseas and enjoy life. My mother was actually stuck in Africa because of COVID. Oh, my goodness. How long was she because there? She left right after my birthday, so I'm going to say January 5th, and she was supposed to come home in May, and she actually came home maybe in June. Wow. You know, my mother, she's a traveler. 
and she just wanted to stay over there during the our winter month because she didn't want to deal with snow. And you know, she couldn't get a flight back. I ain't mad at her for not wanting to deal with that snow. Exactly. <laughs> not mad at all. That's crazy. You know, I've never been on a cruise and I've never really had the desire to go on a cruise. I don't know what it is. You know, like I've I've traveled, I've, you know, I've I've been, you know, a few places or whatever, but I've never ever ever had the desire to be on a cruise. And now I really don't. I'm I'm really just like, eh. I could probably skip cruise life, but I see that they are getting back, you know, getting it back together and, and having people cruising again. So they are, my mother's on one now. And she said that every time she picks up a glass, they wipe down the counters right afterwards. Really? They are making sure because a cruise is no, so many people who trapped on top of each other. They're making sure no one gets sick. Mm-hmm. They got to get that money. Yeah, yeah. So is it so I'm 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 thinking that it's a little cheaper now, I I would guess, like or or yeah. or are they are they hiking the prices up? Like it's a little cheaper. It's not like when the airlines needed that money and you would fly from like California to New York for twenty bucks. It ain't like that cheap. <laughs> it is it is cheaper. Everybody was to, uh getting them tickets too, boy. <laughs> yes. I almost did, and I was like, mm, let me sit my butt down. <laughs> you need to do a cruise, though. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to think about it, because I'm going to have to think about it. Hold your friends. They'll all tell you on a cruise. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask. I, I'm going to ask. I'm going to see who um, in Podcast Happy Hour have been on a cruise and see what they say. There you go. I, but I, that doesn't guarantee that I'm gonna go on a cruise. Like Aud- Audrey has been trying to get us to go to what this igloo situation thing. I don't even know what it is, and I'm not doing that either. So, like, like in Alaska, I, I would guess. Like, I, I would think that that's where the igloos are. It, it but it's like some, it's like some kind of like luxury, uh, igloo where it's like. It's supposed, I guess it's supposed to be like warm on the inside of it. And I just, I can't, I, it's not making sense to me. So I'm just not going to do that. Live it up. Live that lit life. Mm, not in no damn igloo. See <laughs> <laughs> you that. <laughs> well, how about this? I have like, I have the Steve Harvey cruise or the Tom Joyner cruise. We have the G Incredible cruise. I mean, we still talking about a cruise, though, Greg. Like, can we do, like, I don't, I don't know, something else? Like, I, Whatever, I whenever you're ready. I don't know what it is about a cruise. Like, and, and you're not the first person to be like, dog, you need to go on a cruise. Like, you're not the first person. But I just, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. All right. Well, I am glad to hear that you are doing well and everything is balancing out for you and your mom is like living it up like first uh-huh. she was first she was stuck in in Africa now she on a cruise like mom's is getting it in and I am not mad at her so uh what we going to do we going to go ahead and get to it and get into everybody's favorite part of the show I know it's always funny right 
You know, you know what? That's funny. You know what's also funny? What? Whenever you say "nigga" because of your accent, I, I start cracking up. Why? Where do I get? Why? What type of accent do I have? You got a Midwest Southern accent. It's Midwest and Southern. Yeah. Even like nigga, and I be start laughing, <laughs> just cracking up. Because <laughs> it sounds so sweet and it sounds so innocent, like damn. So you, so you about to come on here and get to just picking on me, picking with me, huh? Nah, nah, nah. It's all love, like macaroni. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm, okay. It's all love, like macaroni. So, so check this out. I, I typically let my guests go first, so. Tell mm-hmm. me, tell me what you got. Who who are you telling to shut the fuck? Oh, let me tell everybody what it is, just in case it's their first time listening. My bad, I'm slipping. Mm-hmm. So, if this is your first time listening to the Lit Life Podcast, the Shut the Fuck Up Award is everybody's favorite part of the show. It's when you are, it's it's giving the guest and myself when I record by myself a chance to tell a person. A, a, a group of people, a collective, uh, whatever, like, I don't care who it is or what it is, just to get it off your chest and tell them to shut the fuck up because, you know, they've probably done something to irritate you or the world. So go ahead. Let, let me hear what you got, Greg. Right. My shut the fuck up award goes to those people on Twitter with the this you tweet. And it's not <laughs> not when you was just about to this this to me. Okay. Not but, when you no, was but, <laughs> I'm gonna explain it. It's one thing if I say I love black women on Monday and on Wednesday you see me with a white woman. Then you can hit me with the this you. But if that happened ten years ago, I have grown as a person. Things have changed in those last ten years. Mm. Stop bringing up Pat all the way from the past. And a lot of people are doing that just for clout. Right. And to be bullied. And I like, you gotta shut the fuck up like Silent Bob on that. Yep. Okay? Yep. Let it go. You know, and you're ruining people's lives when you do that sometimes too. Mm-hmm. I agree. That I don't like. You know. But if I'm being hypocritical, I did it yesterday and I'm changing up my mind. Okay, <laughs> that's different. Tell me this year. Right, right. I, I get that. I do. I, I, I too do not like when they go so far back again. Like you said, I mean, even if it's, you know, I, I can even kind of see depending on the severity of it, depending on what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like I can see, you know, even going back a couple of years, but if you're going back like just years and years and years for what, Again, like you said, that there is a possibility that people have grown. Exactly. I I get that one. I get that no, one. That's my shit to fuck up award. Well, that was a good one. That was definitely thank you, a thank good you. one. So uh and it's all it's funny how it always uh goes back to Twitter. Like most of my shut the fuck up awards definitely come from tweets. Uh <laughs> um especially like this one today. So my shut the fuck up award when I first started this show, I wanted it to be and I, and I and it still kind of is dep- depending on who listens to it I wanted it to kind of bridge the gap between like generations right so like I'm I'm Gen X 
specifically a, a zinio is what I call myself because I'm I'm like right on the line of Generation X and the Millennials, right? So I okay. kind of wanted to bridge the gap between like Gen X and and the Millennials. Like that's that was like one of my big things. You know, I I'm I'm always very nostalgic on this show. Like I talk about things that happened back in the day and other people's podcasts that I get on, we typically talk about things that happened back in the day. So it's it's one of those things where I just kind of want people to listen, right? So my Shut the Fuck Up Award goes to people who just won't listen. Like, specifically younger people who won't listen. Now, I know that... We've all had we we've all been teenagers, right? We've all been we've all been teenagers, you know. We've been in our twenties. We've had a you know a, a lot of people that I know, or I could speak specifically for myself. I I you know there was a time in my twenties when I thought I knew every damn thing, right? Like I thought mm-hmm. I knew everything. It wasn't nothing that nobody could tell me. And I've overcome that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I've grown. I know better than that. I know even at age 42 that there are things that I can learn from not only from older people, but from younger people as well. And so I listen, right? When when the younger generation is talking about things, I listen. I, at least, I listen until I just be like, all right, I... Mm. I ain't really feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't really on that. So, today I saw a tweet, boom, of course. And it had to do, and it's about to be so ghetto, but whatever. It had, it, it had to do with, it was a young a young lady, she, she had to have been, like, in her early 20s. And she was talking about food stamps and how people... First of all, this young lady ain't never seen a real food stamp before. Let's put that out there. Like she's never seen like an actual food stamp, right? That's how young. Right. That's how young she is. So she was talking about like the 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 part of the tweet that I caught, or the part of the uh, thread that I caught was her going back and forth with people, with uh, you know, people who have actually seen food stamps about. People who sell their food stamps, sell their food stamps is so ghetto. Um, and she was saying that there's no reason why you shouldn't sell. They shouldn't sell their food stamps one for one. What? First of all, like me, me sitting here talking and saying this out of my mouth. What does that? What do you gain from that? Like you're not like if somebody is is selling, you know, they have an EBT card or whatever, and they're letting somebody use their EBT card for a fee. Why one to one? They're not getting. They may as well have spent their own money, right? And so her exactly. and so her defense or her um her her whole point was, well, it'll be tax free. Your food, you know, whatever it is you're buying or whatever, it be minus taxes or something. And I'm like, most food is tax free in in the first place, depending on where you are. Like I think so. E- e- either way it goes, a couple of dollars in taxes 
is not worth the you know what I mean it just it's it's not it that doesn't make any sense so she's not li- she was so defensive while people were telling her like man no like back in the day you know we it would be you know whatever it was like i i had started a twitter thread and was kind of talking about it and i'm like people were willing and dealing at that time you know what i'm saying yeah you probably might be able to get fit you know a hundred dollars for 50 or something like that but you know what i'm saying like people were willing and dealing it just kind of depended on what you know what exactly you know what I'm saying like whatever what the hell was gonna happen and she was just being so defensive Greg it just didn't make any sense like shut the fuck up and just listen to what we're trying to say you know what I'm saying well not we because I wasn't about to argue with her ass but just listen to listen to what you're listen to what you're saying and listen to what we're trying to say that does not even make sense it, it makes zero sense. So my whole shut the fuck up is just for, and, and it's not even like a shut the fuck up forever. It's a shut the fuck up and listen. Just listen. Listen to what mm-hmm. you're saying and listen to what other people are saying. Kind of digest that. You don't always have to be defensive. You don't all, you know, it doesn't always have to be a constant battle. That's why I tell people all the time, like, I never, my son is 24, but I, you'll never ever hear me or see me on Twitter in a, in a, par, in a uh, parental debate. Like, I'm never debating about, you know, be what parents should and should not do is just you know what I'm saying because people they're not gonna hear you you know what I'm saying like they're 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 gonna do what they want to do and that's fine but you're not but we're not about to argue about this so that's why uh, I shut the fuck up I will say this I wish I had some food stamps right now would you talk to me understand understood you know understood because groceries are expensive <sighs> Second, why this young lady trying to knock someone's hustle? That part. Okay, mind your business. That part too. Like, <laughs> what, 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 what do they say? If it don't apply, let it fly. Please. And Twitter really needs a age button. Oh my god! Because one, some of these people are making these outlandish claims, and you realize this dude is nineteen. Yep. What do he know? Second, like someone pointed out, there's a lot of R. Kelly talking about R. Kelly. And a lot of these older men, you know, looking after these young ladies need to know their age fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's like if Twitter has some sort of of age filter, I think it would be I think it would be great. And that's not to say that I don't enjoy um, you know, talking to my younger followers, you know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. everything that they say is not, not bad or, or that I disagree with or anything like that. But there's just certain things just like, I, I think I brought this up uh, on a recording. I was recording the other day. Like, why are you comparing Michael Jackson to anybody? That's, that definitely is some young shit. Like, that's definitely like to Drake, to Drake. <laughs> Because they weren't there for the power of Michael Jackson. Exactly. They don't get it. So okay. I, I just, if, if it's anybody on here that's, you know what I'm saying, 
a little bit younger than me or way younger than me or whatever and you're listening just just sometimes just shut the fuck up and listen and if you still if you disagree okay it is what it is you know what I'm saying but I'm definitely not about to go back and forth with your ass like I don't go back and forth with my own son you know what I'm saying so I'm definitely not about to go back and forth with somebody else's children it just that's just not how that shit work out so and if you got food stamps holla at your boy man why is pro like you be okay because we about we about to get into this anyway it's like you try to shop like i try to shop the perimeter of the grocery store right because that's where all your fresh stuff is everything is so expensive everything it's just ridiculous why? why because you're gonna buy it anyway you ain't got no choice yep you're right you know, we complain about the price of gas, but what are you going to do? Not drive? Mm-hmm. You're going you gonna to pay for gas. Yep. You're going to pay for fresh fruit because you have no other choice, and they got us. And here we have, um, like, close to me, I probably have, like, two or three um, what they call farmer's markets. Like, farmer's markets where I'm from are, are seem a little bit different than the ones here. Like, the ones here are, like, grocery stores, literally. But it, but it really is, like, a big old, like, you have a whole lot of, uh, you know, fruits and veggies, even some stuff that you may not find in a regular store or whatever. But sometimes it's not as good produce, right? Like I know I can go to a national chain and I can get like some really, really, really great uh, produce, like, you know, cucumber and, and tomato and things like that without having to like take a whole lot of time to pick through them. Whereas some of the, the farmer's markets, you have to take time to pick through them. I mean, like if you have that type of time, it's great because the price is very, very cheap very very cheap like you can go to like I said a national store and get like honey crisp apples are my my favorite apple and if you know anything about honey crisp apples you're paying you know $2.99 a pound for them or $2.49 a pound where you could go to uh, you know one of these little farmers markets and, and it's way cheaper than that like it's way way less than that so I hate it but anyways <laughs> <laughs> We are gathered here today <laughs> because I this is this is my living this is my living your dream series and I connected with Greg I feel like via Twitter I feel like it was may have been because what has it was it because of my podcast? I don't even know how we um like actually found each other but I believe it was through Twitter. Um, I think you found me in one of those beard threads, and you like my beard. And you want me to tell you how I know you lying? How am I lying? Because I don't even be on beards like that. <laughs> I don't even be on them like that. Like I really... I really don't even know how we connected, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know. I, I like. I was really. <laughs> I was really think, sitting here thinking about it earlier, and I don't know. But e- either way, I'm so glad that we did. Um. So, tell us a little bit about G Incredible Strength and Conditioning. Okay. Well, once again, thank you for having me on to talk about this. Actually, G Incredible started a few years ago. And it was actually, I called it Apocalypse Wow Personal Training. 
because like the apocalypse was gonna be rough, but at the end, <laughs> you'd be like, "Wow, I look good." And then I thought about it like, "This shit is corny." So I decided to incorporate, like, incorporate my own name in it. You know, G for Greg, G Incredible. You know, like once again, that is the Incredible. Shout out to Chuck D. So I called it that. And then underneath G Incredible, we got, of course, the Armin's Angels lifting team, which you're a member of. Mm-hmm. And then I got my Los Conquistadores Chocolate. You know, that's for the fellas. And the concept thought it was, I just wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been lifting on and off for years, but I never actually took it seriously. I hit my late 30s. And people always come up and they will sometimes ask you, well, how about this? How about that? I'm trying to think in my mind, well, you know what? Let me monetize it. If you're good at something, you should get paid for it. Mm-hmm. And something I want to do after I retire from this first job, I just want to help people get strong, whether it be mentally, physically, or spiritually, we're going to get you strong. And that is the concept of the gene credible strength and conditioning. You want to be stronger for a 5k? Holla at your boy. You just want to be stronger to play with your kid? Holla at your boy. We, because it's a team concept, we're going to do it together. Yes, yes, that is um that that's an amazing concept actually, and and I think that it just just you know dealing with you the way that I have throughout you know my fitness journey, which I'll get to in a little bit, um I I can see that like I can see you doing all of that. So what what made you? Because I I always see like you post like before and after pics or whatever. So was that a part of the reason why you wanted to start this? Because you you know like you've toned so much, you you've shed a lot of fat. So it's like, was that a part of it? Was it like a you know I'm I'm I've worked on myself. I'm like you know continuing to work on myself, and I kind of just want to help other people work on themselves? Yes, indeed. You know, I'm always going to be a work in progress. So from day one till, you know, the final day on earth, I'm always going to be doing this. But there's so many other people who, who want to take that next step. And sometimes people are just, they're afraid to go to a gym or they're afraid of dealing with a trainer. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not a trainer. I'm more of a coach, you know, we're going to, you have a, a goal, you have a, a end, let's write that story and get you to the end. And yes. a lot of people like to use the term generational, well, I use the term generational health. Let, let's end some of these diseases and health conditions that we have inflicted upon ourselves mm-hmm. by getting stronger, getting better. They always say strength is never a weakness, so why not do it? You can live your life where, you know, if you want to go out and party, hit the bar, do all these things, let's just get stronger at the same time. No one's going to stop you and make you eat arugula and all the other stuff. Just get strong. That's right. And, and you know what? You bring up a good, a good point about generational health. Because I know for me, it took for me to 
to grow and like, you know, move out of, out of, you know, move away from, you know, out of my mom's house. And actually, well, I won't say out of the, out of the city. I won't say that, but it took for me to grow and like meet other people to even start to try different things. Like I tell people all the time and people be like, are you serious? I really didn't start liking omelets until maybe my early thirties. Like I, I, I had never, but I had never had one. <laughs> like I had never had an omelet. It's just one of them things that, cause I, I didn't put cheese in my eggs either. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just one of those things. Like I just didn't do. And I can't remember. I, can, I don't remember. I can't recall the first time um, that I had, that I had an omelet, but I do remember you know what I'm saying? That it was, it was, you know, quite recently, you know what I'm saying? It was just mm-hmm. having to, because everybody know what we are. We, we already talked about this whole waffle thing. Everybody, everybody knows that, you know, pancakes, waffles, French toast. That's my jam period. When it comes mm-hmm. to breakfast, that is my jam. Like that is my, if I go to a restaurant, that's, that's my go-to. Like, that's what I love. But, I, it was really, it's really because that's just what I did. You know what I'm saying? Saturdays, Saturday mornings or whatever. Like, say, for instance, if I'm at my grandmother's, I remember her. Um, she had a, a toaster, a little toaster oven. And they used to have the Aunt Jemima waffles that were square with the little bitty squares on them. Like, I remember this like it was yesterday, Greg. And she used to pop them things in that uh, toaster oven and put some butter on them. And it was like the best thing ever. And my mom would cook pancakes on the weekends. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what I did. But broccoli too. Broccoli was another thing that I didn't have or couldn't really appreciate until I got in my 30s. So it's it's like you really generational health is a real thing. Like you you are so it's so hard to um to unlearn and relearn how to eat and, and you know what I mean for to, to optimize your your body and your strength and you know what I mean like and your health overall right mm-hmm. there are medical conditions that unfortunately some of us cannot help it's genetically in our body okay however there's something we can control such as how bad our blood pressure is how bad our blood sugar is I can t- perfect example is you know, African-Americans, obviously, we are predisposed to having hypertension and high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, when I was a youth, I used to enjoy a can of Campbell's Chunky Clam Chowder Soup and a little turkey sandwich. Now, I'm not eating half the can of soup. I'm eating a whole can of soup. I, I've been there. <laughs> so... I am loading my body up with a grip. That's what the young kids say, right? A grip mm-hmm. of sodium. And obviously the sodium in that deli turkey. Now also, cause I'm a young dumb kid, I will make a pot of coffee. And because I didn't want to waste it, I'm drinking the whole pot of coffee. That is not doing anything good for my body. And in the end you pay for it. Yep. In the end, you're going to develop you know, high blood pressure. But when you get mad and 
you know, your head starts to pound because I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things I, I had to learn on my own. Okay. And either thing, there's nothing wrong with having that can of soup, but to have it twice a day, no, nah, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and these are things with generational health you learn as you go along. Yep. Yep. I, I, and, and I am, you know, a prime example. I, you know, I used to be able to sit and eat, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I would get, I wouldn't get the clam chowder. I would get the um the chunky like beef and veggies soup. You know, mm-hmm. and and fu- it's the funny thing is like if you make it at if you make it from scratch on your own, it, of course it's a it's a lot better. Not only does it taste better, but you're able to kind of control. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that you put in it. But I would eat a can of that, or I would eat. My thing was, do you remember the Campbell's? spaghetti not the spaghettios but the regular spaghetti that was in the can that, that must have been a midwest thing no no we, it's we ever had those in the bo- <laughs> whatever we no. had those in the bodegas in new york uh, well all right maybe not but okay but yeah so that but yeah the chunky soup and then of course you like you said you got to have a sandwich too like it's mm-hmm. it's but it's it's like programming, you know what I mean? It's like I still struggle today. It's it's like habit, right? I still struggle today with certain, you know, certain eating habits. Like I I, I can't even lie, but I, what I do understand is that eating is actually for me anyway is more than half the battle. Like, would you agree with that? I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Because we make our own food choices. You know, a lot of us do have the ability to cook for ourselves or when we go to the supermarket, make good food choices. And we also struggle, like, some days I'll get up, I'll go to the gym, and I won't eat before I go to the gym. I might have just a cup of coffee or now I'm shifting to green tea. And then when I'm done with the gym, I have to go grocery shopping. And when you are hungry... And you go grocery shopping is the worst combination. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yes, it's and so bad. I live in a more urban environment of Pennsylvania, where there are more of the people of the urban shade. So I go into my local shop, right, and it's not a lot of good food choices. A lot of sugary stuff, mm-hmm. and that stuff ain't no good for you. Yeah. So you just gotta get that willpower in and sometimes we do fall back to our habits unfortunately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and especially um especially now like during these times so so let me just um let me kind of kind of tell the listeners like uh about how you know our interaction as far as as you being um you know my personal coach i i and again i don't even really remember how we connected on that either like you know what I'm saying it just kind of happened but when it happened I told Greg I said I at at heart I am a runner me being a runner is the is one of the things that helped me to you know shed the weight that I I you know, y'all know if y'all are a listener of the show, I say it all the time. I was pretty close to 300 pounds at one point in time. I wanted to be a runner. And 
when I when when um when I had uh come across Greg, I I had already run, you know, I had already you know done five Ks. I've I've run my uh, fastest times and all this that and the other. But here we are in the middle of the pandemic, and I picked up some of my old eating habits out of you know literally just out of boredom and and out of just like depression and you know what I'm saying all the things that kicked in during the pandemic and Greg uh you know he he sent me a um an email you know he asked me you know what do you want out of this and like very you know good questions uh that you would hope that a coach or a trainer would ask you so that you can get gain the best results and He's been, he's been like, great. Like I have talked about Greg to so many people. I've posted about him and a part of, a part of his program, like he mentioned earlier, has to do with mental health. And you know what I mean? Like it's, he's not only, you know, texting me or emailing me saying you need to work out or here's what you need to do, or here's your workout. It's, how how is your mental health today and i can totally appreciate that and it and i can i feel that i can be vulnerable with you when it comes to that like i have talked you know what i mean like i've literally talked to you like like hey it's hey it's sometimes it just ain't good over here and he's been just so supportive like how important and I know you kind of mentioned this earlier but how important do do you understand how important that is because it is really really he's not the type that's gonna bash I talked about this too before on the podcast about that guy that was bashing that girl that ate that burger I mean okay she ate the burger man (laughs) like damn you know what I'm saying like and I can understand a, a trainer wanting to see you know, results. I, I get that because this is your, your this is your jam, right? But uh-huh. mental, but when it comes to mental health, like how much do you think is involved when it comes to your actual mental state, when it comes to wanting to be a healthier person overall? It's very important to the fact that you yourself have to want it. Like, if I was a ego-driven trainer or coach, I would bash Robbie all over you, things of that nature. But you're you're making this journey, and one day we're not going to be in this road together. So how much further can you go on your own? I, I can't push someone that doesn't want to do it. You know, if you don't want to get up today and do it, okay, well let's talk about it. How is your day? How are you doing? You know, let's get you back in the mindset of what your goals are. I, I like to work out or train first thing in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning. A lot of people don't want to do that. So we'll do it on your time. And with, with some people and their lifestyle, they do, they may have the underlying depression and I'm not a mental health clinician or a doctor, but I'm just here to help and listen. Let's get you out that funk the best way naturally that we can, you know, I, I check in on you because I want you to succeed. You know, I want any of my clients to see the best way they can. Cause when you succeed, obviously I'm succeeding also. Mm-hmm. And 
You know, I am blessed to be in this position. So I want to spread that blessing to you. And the blessings, blessings don't have circulation. You know, you blessings can go to anybody. That's real. So, yeah. And mental, mental health is, 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 is a real thing. Like, obviously, when I was young, I never thought about that. As I get older, become more mature, especially with COVID, especially with, you know, the pandemic, people being shut and people don't know what's going on the next day. You got to take care of your mental health first. You have to. You know, if your mental health breaks down, you're going to break down. Yep. And, 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 and you're right. Like it's, you know, COVID has been tough uh, again, prior to COVID, I was in my bag. Do you hear me? Like I had just run my, the November before, like I, it's funny. I just, I remember it like yesterday. And when I close my eyes, I can think of the picture I took and everything. Like I had just run my best race. COVID hit and I just kind of, lost it like I I just everything so so finally I start to take steps you know I start to take steps forward again and you know I come across this great trainer and I'm like oh all right he's sending me not I ain't gonna hold y'all I am not gonna hold y'all he's kicking my ass let's not even let's not even front the first, the first couple, of, and I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm just keeping it 100. The first couple, couple of, uh, of, of of workouts I did, and they weren't like, they weren't um, like, I, I don't want to say that they were hard to do, or you know what I mean. It's just that after soreness and all that stuff, you'd be like, wow, like. I really was doing something in that session and because he works mainly right on, on body weight. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and they're always, they're always different. I never send you the same yep. workout twice. Yep. They're always different. Um, I, I told him that, uh, you know, my upper body strength is trash. It is, but it has definitely gotten better since I've been, you know, working out on his, on his plan. Like he's, he sent me different upper body workouts, but I work, my whole body is worked out. And some days, you know, like I said, there's some, y'all know I hate working out in the first place. Let's just put that out there. I, y'all know I hate it. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. But when I do it, I feel better. I am a better person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel better. So, you know, I, I would just make myself do it. But even on the days when I didn't want to do his workout, you know what I'm saying? I'll call him or, I'll, you know, I'll text him and say, hey, you know, text him a screenshot. I went, I walked four miles or, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do your workout, but I did this, you know, I, I did something. And it's, it, he's always been just very accepting of that and and I just I really really appreciate it like I've never had a trainer like which is one reason why I I stayed straight away from trainers because everybody doesn't understand how your mental health plays a part mm-hmm. but you really need to dig up yourself more than you're digging up me because you're doing the work and I don't think you ever posted it. I posted this on my page. There was a time where your mileage time was dropping and you, you're actually showing a lot of improvement. So like I said, you got to clap for yourself on this. I appreciate that. I'll be trying. 
I, I do. And and <laughs> and you and you've been so helpful though. Like that's the whole thing. Like you've been so helpful. So um that's, you know, that's really the main reason why I wanted to get you on this show because I first of all, I wanted to give you your your flowers. Like again, I tell people all the time, but I just felt like I wanted to make sure that as many people who listen to this understand like I want y'all to understand that there are trainers out there that are not like just complete assholes because that's what people think a lot of the time you know what I'm saying it's like and and there's no reason to be so intimidated by choosing a, a personal trainer right so what what do you think people should look for when they are looking for a personal trainer? Well, with a trainer and you, it's a symbiotic process. So you have to get along with your trainer. Your trainer got to know you. You should know your trainer. You should be comfortable with your trainer and be able to just let it all out, tell him or her your goals, your wants, your needs. It shouldn't be like, you go to a doctor, like a lot of people go to a doctor and they lie to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be like that. You should be comfortable around your trainer. But you also should want to know one thing that is your trainer actually real? Like a lot of people are chemically and surgically altered. And you're going mm-hmm. to this individual. Nothing, not there's nothing wrong with that because listen, if I could afford it, I'd be popping steroids left and right. But Know that your trainer has your best interest at heart because you are a walking billboard. You're a walking advertisement. Your happiness, your smile, your success is a form of payment to a good trainer. And years ago, before I got promoted, I was going to take a grappling class because, you know, you're wrestling with inmates. You know, you got to be, you got to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. These kids are young and I ain't young and <laughs> I didn't like grappling. And I, I, I didn't care for it. You know, I didn't like some sweaty dude all over me. I, I didn't want to do it at all. So I started taking kickboxing. I had a coach, Coach Rod. Coach Rod was one of the nicest but toughest individuals out there. He worked you, but he worked on your weaknesses in such a way that you wanted to perform and you wanted to do well for him. And the man was so motivating. I had coke dreams. I said, you know what? I'm going to go and get in the kickboxing ring and fight somebody. Like, that's how motivating he was. I probably would have got knocked out in the first 10 seconds. <laughs> Matter of fact, I might have been, been out of breath just walking out the aisle to get in the ring. But he was so motivating. You didn't want to let him down. And he right. was just a great coach. And over the years, I've learned, you know, adopting his style, adding to my style, and just you just want to help, you know, I want to take, you know, I have, a, I have a few more clients and I just want to make them succeed. I got a, a young man, he's a professional boxer. You know, he's going to be a killer when we're done. I want him to get in a ring and be the best, be a champion when he's done. One of my goals is to take a young, meek kid, boy or girl, and they want to play sports. Well, you know what? You may not be the most talented person on that court, but your confidence is going to say otherwise. You're going to go out there. You're going to give whoever you're playing against, you're going to give them hell. Okay? That's, That's awesome. one of my goals with this business. I want to take 
you know, a, a, a mom and make her the strongest mom out there. Like, those are my goals. And you about to get him. Look, you done got me hyped. Listen, 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 listen at this. <laughs> hey. Like that, that's what it is. You know, that, 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 that. Make sure I got a couple more years left for this current business. So I'm going to do the, the training, the coaching. That's going to be my full time gig. I want to help us. Like, you ever notice how people in nursing homes are in nursing homes because they're too weak? Mm-hmm. You know, to survive on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't do basic things like get off the toilet or if they fall, get themselves off. I want to make our people strong that we ain't got to be in nursing home. Yeah. You know, you know, I want you to be strong where you can drive yourself to a supermarket, get all your groceries and still take it inside at the age of 70. That's my goal. Look at you about to get let me. I, I gotta get my pretty, pretty much I gotta get my shit together. <laughs> Let me tell y'all that. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm I'm hyped right now. I'm about to go to the gym after this. <laughs> right. Like, but you but you have really been like you really have been amazing though. Like I and and I haven't worked out for a grip, right? Like I have not worked out for a grip. But guess what? I bet I get a text from Greg like how how are you how you feeling? You know what I'm saying? We, I mean, what what we got to do to get you back to it, and and all, I take all of that into consideration because you know what? He doesn't have to do that. Like you don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You could be like, well, she hit me up whenever she's ready, or you know what I'm saying she can go back to you know old workouts or whatever when she's ready. But to I like I feel like having someone that that really cares that is not necessarily just about money or it's not you know what I mean it's not just about their ego like you mentioned before I I think that that is very very important I actually was going to text you this morning and tell you to go run a mile three times and do less than seven minutes each mile you know what and you will give me some old outrageous stuff uh to do every time and I'll be there I'll be like all right all right Greg like but I know I'm you try. can do it, so you're gonna try. But I know you can. Eventually, I you know my my like goal my goal right now is a 10 minute mile. That's that's my goal. My goal is to well, my my best time in the race was 13 a 13 minute mile. But my ultimate goal has always been a 10 minute mile, and I am going to work towards that. Like I am definitely going to work towards that. I'm going to take the first step again. Well, I guess it ain't the first step. It's probably like the 80,000 step. Just I just had like a, you know, a little break or whatever. But I, I am going to mm-hmm. pick back up and, and take those steps again so that I can get there. I mean, like, I, I, didn't, I can't run outside all the time, so I bought a treadmill. Like, I, I really am serious um, ab- about this. And I'm so grateful to have you here. So is there anything else before we wrap up, um, that you would like to say about G incredible strength, um, strength and conditioning or just anything in general, uh, fitness related? Well, the number one thing is, you know, I'm always open to new clients, you know, hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Instagram. This is, Hopefully we'll be here for the long haul and anyone that just wants to get strong. I, I can't turn into Mr. Olympia or Mrs. Olympia. I can't do that. That's not my lane. I know my lane that I stay in. If you just want to get a little bit stronger this week, 
come see me and we're going to work on it and we will get you strong. Yes, sir. And I will be sure to put your information in the show notes so that people can, um, you know, have easy access to, to, um, to reach out to you. So, Thank you so much. Before we get out of here, of course, I have to mention podcast happy hour. Um, podcast happy happy hour for the month of October is going to be on Chris from Shenanigans with Friends platform. Uh, if you don't know what podcast happy hour is, I need you to go to YouTube and type in podcast happy hour. It's it's five dope black women. Uh, podcasters and we all come together with uh different aspects of our own shows and we come together once a month and you know we might have a drink and we might just laugh it up or whatever but we have a really good time and for October it's going to be like so much fun we're planning like a lot of fun stuff we have not set an actual date yet but as soon as the date is out um you guys will know at least a week in advance so Greg, thank you so, so much for coming to the Lit Life Podcast. Um, it's it's well overdue, and I'm definitely going to have you back, uh, you know, especially because we got to, next time we got, like you said, we got to do video. We didn't do video this time, which is fine. So next time we'll do video, hopefully, um, you know, I'll even have, maybe I'll have a progress report uh, by the next time okay. that you, you know what I'm saying, you come on, but this my trainer this my guy he is just he's an awesome person and he is on the way to living his dreams as a personal trainer and I am 100% here for it so until you guys hear me or see me again peace